Do you want even more unique, funny business content? If so, make sure you guys are following us on TikTok. We post some awesome highlights from our episodes on there, and even some of our crazy moments from Fortnite, Rocket League, and other video games. And you never know what kind of TikTok trends we are going to try out when we are together in person. Be sure to search Funny Business EN on TikTok and drop a follow. And welcome back to another PG-13 rated, maybe a little bit more R-rated episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, welcome everybody. If your kids, hide your kids, hide your wife, it's going to be a good one today, folks. We all know you all are just horned up horn dogs. You're ready for this show. Judging by the title of the episode, Matt, are you ready? I feel like I'm part of that uh, John Cena skit. Am I ready for <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Are you ready, Are you ready for, for this Sunday, Sunday night? night? <laughs> I'm always ready. I'm ready to roll. Um, I love I love recording podcasts. It's just it's one of my favorite things to do. Ah, oh, dude, it's always it's just it's such a nice consistent thing that happens throughout the week. I mean, we're already on episode 67 by now, but it's nice to have that consistency. And look at us. I mean, we're 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 a chugging along type of podcast where we're happening every week with no issues whatsoever. It's very fun to plan, I will say. <laughs> very fun to plan. Uh before we get started, can I bring up something? Uh yeah, Matt. Real What's quick. going on? No, real quick. <laughs> we have to talk about the video I sent you on Twitter today. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for for show. <laughs> for for anyone that hasn't seen, uh, I think it was Barstool Sports tweeted out a video of a fight in a pizza shop. It was it is the best fighting video on the internet in the history of the internet. It's it's really? perfect. It, I, did it I saw it, it. it. It's fantastic. It's a minute long. There's action from beginning to end. It was some guy grabs like so for those that didn't see it, it was pizza shop workers versus like customers. The best part of the whole thing is that the pizza shop workers are wearing white shirts. And the customers are wearing black shirts. It was like they had this planned. Like, there's no confusion of who's on whose team. It's just white shirts versus black shirts. The one pizza dude picked up, like, the wooden thing you slide the pizzas in and just started beating the crap out of this dude. <laughs> then some other guy is grabbing, like, a, the sauce ladle and starts hitting him. And some guy, like, pushes back. He's like, no, and turns around. And the guy just goes back and starts beating him. It was It was phenomenal. It was. It's the best fighting video on fa- I've ever seen on the internet. I don't know. I I remember there was a fight. Not that I was a part of it, but it was a video about there was a fight going on at McDonald's, and like the two were going at it, and the, and the guy like who was recording could be like, "Can I can I just get a McFlurry?" Like, <laughs> like the bystander was like getting ready for it. That this camera did it too. Like halfway through, he's like, "I'm still waiting for my pizza." <laughs> I that didn't hear that. Thing. Yeah, it was like halfway through. Uh, right after the guy's beating him with the wooden thing, he goes, I'm still waiting my pizza. And then oh they panned on to the left, and there's a dude in a black shirt that just like left the fight and goes to stand off to the side. That guy's got to have a conversation with his buddies now, like, oh, hey, what's yeah. up? Like, wh- what's going on here? Yeah. Well, well, Matt, I, I do have to make note of something before we get started into um, the, the whole... Uh, 
the birds and the bees, my friend. Mm. Um, so, so I know your advice comes later in the show, which I will certainly be asking you for advice. Um, but I guess what I am recommending and suggesting to everybody before we start the show is if you've maybe written a resume, resume or a paper or, you know, something that like is going to be shared amongst other people, highly recommend that you spell check it. Um, Matt, I came across a Word document today that an individual wrote down that they have a bachelor's of communications and public relations. Um, let's just say, Matt, that the, uh, the B in public was not there. So you drop B. Ah. Sorry, the L, the Mm. L. The L, yeah, my bad. Um, Can't spell. <laughs> that's yeah. That's probably not going to get you the job. Nope. That's probably a hard pass. That's nope. that's one you don't even get an email saying you don't get the job. That's one where you just if it's an email you just delete it, or if it's a letter you crumble it up and you throw mm. it in the trash. Yeah, I royally screwed up. I dropped the L. It's pubic relations. I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, not fun. It's no, uh, and it's I tough. caught that. I caught that. I was like, ooh. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. So yeah. hate to um, see it. Yeah. Word of advice to everybody, make sure you spell checking on everything that is either gonna be posted or promoted or shared. Um don't be like me, like I said, trap house, <laughs> barbecue trap house back in the day. Um please don't be like that. So okay. Enough with the small talk, Matt. Let's hop into the things that we really want to talk about, quite literally. Um Matt, obviously the Olympics are going on. I'm sure we'll be talking about it in the sports later on today. But the big news that usually comes out is some of the living quarters or the Olympic village that is usually uh, a part of the whole Olympic experience for some of our athletes. Uh, Matt, the one thing that showed up, uh, this was reported by the New York Times, believe it or not, um, that they came to a surprise of beds that were made of cardboard. Now, Matt, I don't know if you ever slept on cardboard or slept on a cardboard bed before. Let's let's fact check this. Um, well, as two people that had a cardboard box as a coffee table, yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone ever slept on the coffee table. No, <laughs> no. So I'm gonna no. go with no. Or maybe in. We don't know who slept in or on the table. We we don't know. Well, that's a good point. Very good point. So there's a lot of eyebrows being raised and a lot of questions happening. Why cardboard? And, you know, the, the direct answer would be, you know, for, for the environment, recycling, all those good things. But judging by what the athletes were talking about and jumping around, they kind of came to a conclusion that these were, quote, anti-sex beds in the Olympic Village. Now, Matt, considering that COVID-19 is still ongoing um, and that with the idea, I had to do a, I had to dig a little deeper, Matt. I had to go a little bit deeper. Um, Matt, at the Rio Olympics, actually, sorry, at the Tokyo Olympics, there was 150,000 condoms handed out to Olympic athletes that year at the Olympics in Rio there was actually a vending machine that contained condoms uh, that was situated in the food hall, which, why in the food hall? Uh, and then also, too, um, it just basically, it, the distribution of the condoms began in 1988 to raise HIV and AIDS awareness. Um, but things are starting to get a little interesting here by introducing these, quote, 
anti-sex beds. Now, Matt, I've already debunked it. It's not true, but it's certainly something that we've jumped already to conclusions that they just need to stop people from being horny during the Olympics. Yeah, you're not going to stop people from being horny during the Olympics. No. Because, like, these Olympians, like, some of them go to the Olympics to have sex. Let's be real. <laughs> that probably happens. Why isn't it? A, why isn't it an event? <laughs> that, there's some, We're not I mean, even going to go listen, into it. <laughs> we know there's some Olympians that know they're not going to meddle. Like, they know they're not going to, <laughs> but they're still going to go. They're going to be, they still get to say they're Olympian. Like, that's cool. But they're also going to have fun. And, like, also, some people are done at the Olympics after, like, day four. They're going to stay. What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? The condom story is always phenomenal. It's every yeah. every year. Every year is like, oh, this many condoms. And it's like, who the hell goes through that many condoms? That's, that's insane. It's, it's, it's basically... Like, they sleep, get up, have sex, do the competition, have sex again, go to sleep, repeat. <laughs> Which is just weird to think of. Well, Matt, you know how track and field stars run in the 100-meter dash at about eight seconds? I'm sure it lasts less than that when it comes to, <laughs> uh, you know, some other activities. Uh, but, Matt, I don't know if you've ever experienced, like, or, or at least seen, like, cardboard creations. Um Matt, you could potentially turn cardboard into a knife if you have enough cardboard. Like as sharp as a real knife? Sharp as a real knife. I'll have to so send then, you the video later. So. so then you could make it as strong as a bed. Which is the reason they why did. they turned it what they did. Um, but there was a couple people like Reese McGlenahan, a gymnast from Ireland, claimed it was fake news as he jumped up and down the bed just to see if it was, you know, not made for two people, but was jumping. Um, <laughs> uh, but, Matt, uh, Airweave, which I believe is part of the company that made the beds, um, cardboard beds are actually stronger than the ones made of wood or steel. Um so, interesting concept. Interesting concept to be introduced. Um, they are going to use it for the Paralympics as well. Um, that makes I, sense. I, makes sense. It saves, obviously, a lot of material, and it's recyclable material, too. Uh, but, yeah, just the comparison between both the sex and the beds, you kind of thought that just because COVID-19 was happening, you're trying to lessen the potential possibility that... Something could happen in between games or after the the long night. There's a lot of Olympians leading up to it that test positive that now can't compete. Also, they're Olympic athletes. They're they've probably had sex other places than bed. Yeah, like they're probably Olympic athletes in places of doing it as well. Yeah. So like, even if this was to stop them from having sex, nothing was going to stop them from having sex. And it's also, like, the typical, like, roommate, like, college, like, there's multiple beds in one room. Yes. So, it's, like, I think if you've been to college, you probably understand that scenario in the sense that, hey, don't come to the room until later. <laughs> Guess I'll just leave now. Yeah. No, Matt, not us. I'm just, I'm the typical. A typical. That was, that was a joke. Oh. I wasn't making fun of you. Were you making fun okay, of me? No. Just oh, okay. move on. All right. <laughs> I'll explain it in between. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I remember. 
<laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Nope. <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to move right on to even some more sex talk. Yes, everybody. The moment Why do we always have an episode every like 15 ep- like <laughs> every 50 episodes like it's so it's just like sex. It's either sex dolls, it's either sex, it's either TV shows or what else? Strip clubs. It's not saying At- there's an interest, but No, no. Nope. It gets a lot of hits, and and, and we'll and we'll admit that it gets a lot of hits. So, no shame. Don't break the algorithm if it's not broken. <laughs> so yes, everybody, everyone was looking forward to this review. I know my girlfriend Jenna absolutely ecstatic to hear that we were going to review too hot to handle this week. <laughs> As was I. Oh yes, yes. Oh wait. <laughs> anyway. Let's jump into it, Matt. So, if you haven't heard, um, Too Hot to Handle released this season two. Um, I will now take a few seconds that if somebody wants to skip through and uh, cut through to the half of the show, at least maybe the 30-minute, 32-minute mark, um, maybe just be wrapping up after and you'll hear a great commercial break. Um, We'll do that now. Okay. So, going into it, Matt. Let's just start with who was introduced. Um, just to recap. So they had the base of Cam, Carly, Chase, Emily, Kayla, Larissa, Marvin, Melinda, Melinda. Nathan, Melinda. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> and Peter. Later was introduced to Robert and Christina. And then Tabitha, L. And Joey. Now, Matt, I kind of broke this down a little bit into kind of some of the couples that were going on. Um, the thing that I want to say before we get started into the whole like couples thing, I also um, want to say something, but you yeah, go first. Um, I really liked how easier it was to follow this season. Um, I thought last season there was a lot of attention on two people in particular, Francesca and Harry. Um, but they actually gave a really nice, well rounded review of everyone at the villa. Uh, and then the other thing, too. The point of it, if this is the first time you're listening about what Too Out to Handle is, literally it is, they're bringing a group, um, how many did I name there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten original people, but then they bring more people on. That, to this villa, that have had, let's just say, some relationship woes, haven't necessarily built any stronger connections. Um, good old Lana, the the uh, the air freshener uh, robot AI uh, that they like to portray in the um, the the season, uh, basically evaluates everybody, and then uh, they get f- told that um, they can't have any type of sex, any kissing or or touching or heavy petting or anything else. Um, they'll be deducted from a prize fund, which is a hundred thousand um, dollars. I did like the concept, too, that um, last season, they gave everybody the money. This season, there was only one person who was getting that money, which made it very much more interesting. So I'll let you go into your whole things that you did like about the season before we get into the people. Um, I did think it was a lot easier to follow. And you're right. Like, season one was mostly Harry and Francesca. This, it started off like cam and emily a lot yeah (laughs) and but then they did get everyone involved Mm -hmm. which i did like um i did not like that only one person got the prize 
Okay. I, I just feel like it was a group effort the whole time. And then Lana's like, yeah, one person's getting it. Like, that <laughs> kind of sucked. I, I feel like that was wrong. Um, and also, I did not think they could find a hornier cast from season one. Oh, my God. I was God. Quite, quite wrong. These people, yeah. quite literally, were are the horniest people on. Like, if you could get a group of how many are there? Twelve? Uh, 10, 12, yeah, uh, you, 15. You could not 15. get a hornier group than, than these people. I mean, they were almost out of money <laughs> out of like halfway through the season. Way through. <laughs> it was insane. So, Matt, let's break it down. Um, the total rubric. So, Lana calculates the, the amount that is subtracted from the prize fund, depending on what was done. Um, Matt. I know you know this, but everyone doesn't because they're hearing this review. Um, last season, there was no sex. Nobody actually did the whoopee. Yep. No this season, it happened. It happened, everybody. $20,000 it cost for the good old bomb, baby, bomb, 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 bomb. Um, the dance with no pants. The dance with no pants. Uh, the... Oh, we're not. We're just gonna leave it there. Nope, the sex. Uh, the sex. <laughs> so there was fifteen total rule breaks that happened. Um, Matt, the amount of money that was deducted, and I am a little skeptical about this. Uh, the amount that was deducted total was sixty nine thousand mm. dollars. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. Very interesting. Makes, makes you think. Yeah, makes you a little uh, beard scratcher there. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little. So. Matt, let's jump into the people. Uh, Matt, I know you finished later than I did as far as the show. Um, but, yeah, I gotta watch myself. <laughs> um, but, moving on to the people. Uh, Matt, obviously you're just catching up. So, by the time, you are probably wondering what is happening with these people now. Um, I've been following them for a little bit now. I was hoping you would. I, I am. Um, and it's, it's interesting. So, uh, you did point out the very beginning, good old Cam and Emily, um, Cam and Emily just kind of did very well in the beginning and they hit it off. Well, there was very well in the beginning, very roller coaster of a ride. Yeah. They were responsible for four out of the nine rule breaks in like the first five episodes. Yeah. I think they had like three of the first five or something like that. Right. Mm hmm. So Cam had one himself. Yeah. That was awkward. We'll just leave it at that. That was that was so awkward. We'll leave it at that. A little bathroom music, everybody. Uh but what was really nice was the season finale. They Cam did ask Emily to be a girlfriend and they got the green light, which obviously for those who don't, they all wear watches halfway through the sh- halfway through the show. Which by the way, I think that's kind of dumb. The hunk of junk of metal that that's on their their wrists during the the show. What else do you want them to use? Uh, maybe like, uh, like a wristband that has a light. Like you don't need like a smartwatch that's on your wrist. Would be funny if they put like an ankle thing. (laughs) Like they're in like solitary confinement. (laughs) That'd be funny. It like vibrates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yes, Cam did ask Emily, which by the way, if you follow the show, I, I actually saw like a re, like a, like a super cut. Before we got on today, of like the the Camely is what they've been calling them, mm. um, within the show, and uh, it was a really nice like a nice journey for Cam, especially. Um, Cam never really had kind of the the relationships, and he said it best: like if I see somebody who's 
better looking or hotter. Like, I'm just going to jump ship. And there's like no question about it whatsoever. He was tempted, tempted, tempted by Tabitha. That was a whole thing in the bathroom. And, and it just, and Christina. Um, so the man really had it worked out for him. So, um, yeah, so they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And I am happy to report they are still boyfriend and oh, girlfriend after. I did, I did not think I'm, they were going to. I'm holding my breath because <laughs> we all know what happened with Harry and Francesca. So um, I'm, I'm still holding my breath. Uh, they seem like they're they're doing well. So I'm, I'm crossing fingers that they're doing well, too. I'm glad because I did not think that they were going to make it just because I didn't know if that's truly what Cam wanted. Because really the, the whole time, like episodes like seven through nine, he just seemed like so disinterested. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be tough. And then all of a sudden, like episode ten, he's like, you "Want to be my girlfriend?" I was like, "Wait, what? What that? What? What just happened this? the first three episodes?" It was nice. It was nice coming it's of age. Cute. I just totally did not see it coming. Like, it was that just, blindsided me. It was just really cute too, because like Emily was like so in shock. Like I like you know when there's a difference between like just playing it out, but like she was truly in shock when she found out. And uh, no, I was just that was that was really really nice. So. um Matt, you're going to be uh, surprised when I bring up this next couple because um, based on the way you watch the show, um, Carly and Chase were a little thing at one point. Um, Chase is a football player and then Carly is um, blonde. I model. wish I knew. Model. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, they had it OK in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, Chase kind of just kept everything to himself, was very closed minded and just didn't do that- anything. And it just blew up in the face. That conversation they had was funny because Carly was like, you're being very closed and you're not opening up. And then Chase like was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to be single. And I was yeah, like, wait, like, what? What? <laughs> that was like instant. His reaction was like, yeah, I, this isn't going to work. And Carly was like, wait, what just happened here? Like that was just that was out of the blue. Yeah. So then later on in the show, when Tabitha came, um, Chase was very involved with Tabitha. And then when everyone, the cool thing was, was the, the the last people that were on the island, besides later on Nathan and Elle, um, Tabitha just flat out was like, oh, it's a holiday break for me. <laughs> I really am not wanting to start anything with you. And that, I mean, like, I was upset, but it was kind of like, yeah, in your face for, like, totally just dumping somebody just out of the blue and not, like, talking about it. Like, Right. So two things. One, Tabitha, Tabitha should have gotten kicked off. She, like, she should not have made it. To, she should not have had a vote in who won at the end. That should right. not have happened. She should have been kicked off immediately. Um, Chase, I liked. I do not like him now because at one point, so then Carly and Joey kind of yep. had a thing. They kissed. Chase mm-hmm. freaked out and was like, you're just doing this to get back at me. And then that <laughs> night, kissed Tabitha. <sighs> And actually, they had other things that happened. Uh. Yes. <laughs> After the night that he was like, he was making fun of everyone for rule breaking, and then he rule breaked himself. And then he got heartbroken at the end. So he kind of, it's karma. It was, oh yeah. I, I just, yeah. It was, it was good, Matt. It was his really voice, good. his voice was also, also- like this, and it talked up and down every time he talked. <laughs> that was actually really good, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you know, nothing happened there. Um, I did see at one point when Chase was doing some vlogs that Carly was there as a group at one point, like with mm. a bunch of rest of friends. So um, but 
later, what you did mention, I'll mention now, Joey and Carly. Um, Joey was from Miami. Uh, again, like came Joey. on later. Joey was, go- I, you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, out of all of them, like, that's probably the thing that would match. Like, Joey just seemed like a typical Joe Schmuck. Like, you know, yeah. granted, looks great. But, like, it, yeah. it wasn't like Cam, whose teeth were perfect, hair, like, was amazing. and Teeth were a little too perfect. <laughs> um, but, again, like, Joey just felt like, Joey was, like, one of those people you'd, like, root for because, like, he kind of, like, felt like yeah. the least comparable, the most comparable out of all of them. Yeah, he just seemed so. like a chill dude. Um, I do can confirm, Matt, that both Carly and Joey are still together. Okay, um, good. Had, I like had to check. Had to check on Instagram. Carly just posted of her and Joey an hour ago. <laughs> That's good. That's now, good. mind you, I've only followed a few of them. I didn't follow all of them. <laughs> so they're my holding second my, favorite. Holding my breath for a few of them, uh, like Cam and Emily. But I, I hope for the best for all of them. Um, let's move on to uh, Melinda and Marvin. Um, Melinda. Melinda. <laughs> These, I love why, these two. Please don't break my heart. Uh, it's it's hilarious because Marvin is from France um, and has a very thick accent during the show. And of course, that's what turned everybody on was his accent. So. They basically recreated Kells from season yes, one and yes. brought in Marvin. Mar- <laughs> um, and then, of course, Melinda from New York City um, is a Mel- model. Um, Melinda's a bad bitch. She is. She's a bad she's, bitch. She's got a personality and a half. Oh, yeah, she does. Um, but so they were actually the two that um, it did did make Whoopi. So mm-hmm. uh, they did lost 20 grand, but they actually did redeem themselves in the temptation room, uh, which is a private suite for everybody to, you know, see if they can last the night by themselves. Uh, they all sleep in the same area. So um, it makes interesting uh comedy if something does happen in the middle of the night uh so yeah melinda and marvin end of the end of the season marvin asked melinda to be the melinda's boyfriend and she of course was crying kissing and all on that the on yacht. the boat on the yacht on the, <laughs> boat which is like that's not fair <laughs> like you can't say no when someone asks you to be their girl, girlfriend on a yacht um marvin did win the entire prize pool which I was glad with because he was my favorite. However, he also did cost everyone twenty grand, so I didn't quite understand that. Uh huh. Matt, they're no longer together anymore. Oh my! <laughs> Damn it! Um, you as soon as. Sorry, sorry to break the bad news to you, but as soon as the season ended, Matt, like when literally the thing was released, Marvin and Melinda both had like instagram stories and like marvin was like melinda and i are not together anymore and i was like what <laughs> is it because he lives in france and she's in new york i didn't get much i'm i'm assuming it's the travel but um yeah True love uh, is let me <laughs> love is the love is blind um <laughs> Shut up. poor bad. matt poor matt <laughs> oh um, man Two more, I think. Yeah, well, uh, actually, one more. Um, actually, two more. Robert and Christina. So both Christina and Robert came to the villa uh, as, like, wild cards, and they picked people who they wanted to go with, and yada, yada, yada. Um, let's just say Robert and Christina got a little too hot to handle, and uh, 
ended up costing them a decent amount of money. Uh, 20 seconds, perhaps, for $8,000. What a highlight. Um, So they actually both got kicked off the island together. Um, Which they should have. Matt, they're still together. What? Yeah, they're the still together. Hell did you the just act- came out of your mouth? <laughs> First of all, Christina was like, "Yeah, Robert's not really my type, but I'm just gonna go for it." <laughs> Robert was the biggest douchebag <laughs> on the show, bigger douchebag than Harry. It just looks like like a that is a very punchable face. <laughs> very punchable. He kind of reminded me of um the the guy that came on late in season one. Oh, on the uh, boat. David? Yeah, I know who you're talking no, about. No, not David. I, I don't know. I'm not going to think of it. it. But he kind of yeah. reminded me of him, but like more of a douche. Son of a bitch. Yeah, they're, they're still together, Matt. They, they, are, they are very together. Um, this, was, this was four days ago. So they're, they're, they're That's together. Upsetting. Yeah, That's sorry. really upsetting. Uh, so yeah, those are kind of all. Uh, last but not, not least, unfortunately did not work out. Nathan and Larissa. Um, Nathan was a uh, stripper, a cowboy stripper. Yeah. Uh, and Larissa is an Australian uh, lawyer. I, I mean, the, the typical, like, legally blonde, like, yeah, I mean, that's what Larissa was, which was, I mean, it, you couldn't find a better pair and a better casting than the rest of them. Uh, so they were actually the first people that got the green light as far as, like, to have, like, an, uh, an intimate moment with each other. And then later just didn't work out. And I was upset a little bit about that one. I did not think they should have gotten the green light. I thought that was very weird. Because, like, Larissa... I didn't like Larissa. So, she didn't really open up a whole lot. And then she didn't really be super affectionate toward Nathan. And then... Which she said that. Right. And then Elle chose to go on that date with Nathan. And Nathan's like, oh, look, affection. And then Larissa got mad at Nathan... For like switching feelings, but you weren't reciprocating how you were feeling, so you expected him to know that. Then she got right. mad at him. I I didn't I did not like Larissa. Yeah, I like Nathan. I, Nathan was a cool dude. It was very unfortunate. Nathan so. was like the guy that like all the other guys went to for like heart to hearts. Yeah, like Cam had a lot. <laughs> um, some, Chase. I think Chase and Chase yep. and, and Nathan. Nathan was a cool dude. He was cool. Um, and Matt to round out the rest of them that either got kicked off or just didn't find anything. Uh, Tabitha, we mentioned, she just said that she just wanted to have fun. It was a holiday break. Um, L who showed up on the show. I think she, she didn't have time. I think that's the thing. Like the rest of these guys had so much time to figure themselves out. L literally just had like a week. It seemed they, they did bring Tabitha L and Joey Joey. way too late. Right. And it was kind of like no one was there for L. Like, they could have just brought in Tabitha and Joey, and that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, L was kind of there, but, like, it was kind of pointless for her to be there because there was no match for her. Right. Yeah, it, it, I, was it just... very odd. Yeah. Uh, a name you probably don't remember, Matt, Kayla. Um, Kayla was the first Kayla. to go. She wasn't... She just wasn't actively doing anything and i'm not meaning like just going around kissing people but like not actively like socializing and you know at times people were like well it's not my type so i that's why I'm, it wasn't active so um you know Big kayla, kayla fan kayla yeah that was unfortunate and then last but certainly not least peter douche 
What a do I literally douche. have douche. He's like, <laughs> like that that scene with Carly and Melinda. He's like, hey, you both want to kiss me yeah, right now? Rock, like this, paper, oh, scissors are you, in. Are you kidding me? Like this is so stupid. Um, Matt, don't I have shut s- up. Matt, shut up. Matt, shut up. Matthew, Matt, what? <laughs> um, well, let's let's put it this way, shall we? Um, do you remember that rock, paper, scissors thing that happened between Melinda and Carly? Yeah. Let's just say that uh, Melinda and Peter played rock, paper, scissors again after the show. It's bullshit. I know. I, I was like, you mother. It's only because <laughs> it's like, they both live in New York. Yeah. They're so, that's, oh, Melinda, Melinda. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And which, by the way, I heard, I, listen, I, I, anytime I see, like, something somewhat interesting on Harry Jowsey's podcast, let me tell you, I'm calling out Harry. Harry's production quality of his podcast is shit. He's horrible with his podcast. Like, we look like we've been doing this for years. He literally looks like he picks up a microphone just to record. Like that's so. I literally heard Peter's he has story. Two brain cells. Yeah. I literally heard Peter's story about how he got started and how he went to college. He went to a lo- not a local college around my uh, our area, but like local college that like oh we know the name of it. And he was just saying he's like oh yeah he's like just start doing TikTok and whatnot. And I'm like. I was like, yeah, no wonder you have two brain, you have two brain cells. No wonder why you dropped out. Like, (laughs) so, but yeah, good old Peter. Matt, final thoughts? I hate this show. (laughs) I, my God damn it. Yeah. At least we have Cam and Emily. We do. Crossing fingers. And and Carly and, and Joey. Yeah. It's um, there. I, I'm I'm curious to see how long the Robert and Christina thing last. I don't even know. Yeah, Matt, Matt's so I feel like you were you were taken a, taken aback by last season too. I was just there was some things I was hoping I was hoping Marvin and Melinda were still going to be together. I was hoping Christina, well, I assumed Christine and Robert were just never going to see each other again, let alone still be together. And I don't know. I also not I'm not upset. Cam and Emily are still together. I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Uh, listen, when I I mean, what's funny, Matt, is and I don't know how many what the time duration is, but. It's a few months before they can actually go public if they're still together or not. Yeah. So it's got to be the toughest thing in the world. Actually, it's coming back to me as to why um, Marvin and Melinda didn't work out. I, I like I'm, I'm actually starting to remember the story now. Um, and if I'm not 100 percent true, don't fact check me or anything or don't praise gospel yeah, for it. So um, it still happened. Uh, so Melinda wanted to meet Marvin in the United States and Marvin said, I can't, but then found out, Melinda found out that he was in Mexico with Chase. Oh. And they got into a huge fight. Makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. Right. Because like, if you're going to fly to Mexico, Commitment. you can, you can make your way up to New York. Yeah. Especially yeah. winning all those earnings after season especially, two of Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> yeah, that too. And especially how much you opened up about like his mom. 
to her. Yeah. It's upsetting. Which to me, I don't think he deserves the money then. After like post show. Right. And again, if you cost the team the most amount of money, you shouldn't be up for the price. Right. That's why I think it should have went to everybody. It's a team effort. Everybody lost the money. Because like, um, like, like Peter, he left the show, but like Tabitha. Like yeah. she shouldn't. Well, I guess okay. That's a wrong I think example. One producer, producers wise, like they wanted to keep Tabitha just because she was a wild card and never wanted to like do do like build any connections. So she's just basically a home wrecker for that entire thing. Yeah, and I, I, I do feel bad now for Cam and Carly because they also did deserve it, especially yeah. Carly. I was I was actually, I'm I'm happy that well I was happy that Marvin got it. <laughs> I was hoping for Carly. Yeah, she had she went through so much, and then she was really happy with Joey. I was hoping for her. Um, I felt I, the one thing about Cam, he did spend a little too much money, for my liking. Yeah, uh, but he did turn down Tabitha. Yes, and, and Christina. Yes. So good. I'm what scratching you, my hand. Oh, okay, I was like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> my hands are above the camera. <laughs> yeah. So season two, too hot to handle. Um. If it's still on Netflix, it's still on Netflix, so give it a watch if that piqued your interest as far as how it is. Sorry that it spoiled you. Um, but yeah, that's the conclusion of the horny side of the podcast. When we come back, we got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with Solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to Solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. All right, let's slide into the sports topics we have for today. Um, I'm going to get a little angry, a little sad to start it off. Um, Micah told you to get your pencil ready. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Sure. But uh, the Yankees suck. Aaron Boone sucks. This team is an abomination to the franchise. They're the worst. They're just the worst. Every weekend, they they looks like they're turning a corner, and then Sunday they just they just blow it. So this past Sunday, like they had a four nothing lead in Fenway Park, mm-hmm. eighth inning, a no hitter in the eighth inning, and they lose five to four. How does this happen? You, it it makes no sense. The offense is horrible. The bullpen sucks. The manager doesn't know what he's doing. Welcome to the New York Yankees. He was too busy filming a promo for Field of Dreams. Did you see that? Who was? Aaron Boone. Oh, God. It's terrible acting. (laughs) It's worse than LeBron James. (laughs) That game is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But, yeah, I you know, you would think... Based on the role that you have and like just the 
I want to say sustainability, but like just being able to hold the lead and you blow it literally so late in the game. Like what more, what more can you ask for? Like, well, Mike, don't you worry. Oh, you got is on the way. Oh, wait, who wears the help? <gasps> Today, the New York Yankees acquired reliever Clay Holmes from the Pittsburgh Pirates for minor league infielders Diego Castillo and Hoi Young Park. Clay Holmes has a career ERA of 5.57. Oh my God, that's horrible. Hoi Young Park. It, the Yankees should go to jail for what they did to Hoi Young Park. He was hitting like 330 in AAA this season as like an infielder. Yeah. The, the Yankees had some COVID issues. They called uh-huh. him up. They did not play him for one second in the majors. <sighs> Sent him down, and now they trade him. I, I texted this to my friend. I hope one day... Boy, Young Park, it's a walk-off from against the, against the mm-hmm. Yankees in the World Series. In the World Series. I want it. Do you think Brian Cashman is to blame? I think Aaron Boone is a big part of it. Okay. I also think Cashman is a big part of it. Mm. Because this is his team. This has been pretty much the team the past couple of years. I mean, yeah, Garrett Cole came in. Um, but... The offense hasn't really changed a whole lot. Like, we still have Gary Sanchez, who will hit for three weeks and then can't hit for four weeks. Giancarlo Stanton, it, I don't know what you do with the man. I just don't know. Like, he he can't play the outfield, which he every time he tries to train to play the outfield, he gets injured. Gets hurt. He, he's, you can't, I don't know what you do with him. He's too much money. Um, They just, they can't, I don't know. I just don't know. And then Luke Voigt just can't stay healthy anymore. Um, there's rumors that they're interested in Rocky's shortstop all-star Trevor Story. But then the thing that, but what I don't understand is, so he's going to play short and they, they would move Glaber Torres back to second base, which is good because he's a better second baseman defensively yeah. as a shortstop. But then what do you put DJ LeMahieu? Yeah. You can't put him at third base because Rochelle is like the best third baseman in the league. You can put him at first, but then what do you do with Luke Voigt? Move him to DH. But then what do you do with Giancarlo Stanton? Because he can't play the outfield. And you pay him $300 million. So, what are we doing? And I haven't heard any highlights for Aaron Judge either. So, that's kind of... He's been out with COVID. Uh, okay. Um, but <laughs> No wonder why. <laughs> yeah, give Greg Allen a lifetime contract. Um, he's been phenomenal. And let's hope we can get Don Mattingly next year as the manager. Be crazy. I think that'd be cool. Um... Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA Finals. Sports are stupid. Sports are stupid. That's all I got. Need, need to elaborate? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't handle the Suns Blue or 2-0 lead jokes. Like, I'm seeing TikToks, the Dom Toretto trend, which is, yeah. just, I love that trend. But now it's all like, blowing two early leads it's like chris paul it's like come on i can't take that um the I, the suns had a great year that's what i have to keep telling myself uh everyone's always like oh well like they'll be back to the Play lottery again, next right. season but like they're so young and they just made the playoffs and everyone's everyone's the minute the finals ended lakers fans were photoshopping chris paul in a lakers jersey after they were making fun of him the whole first round of the playoffs oh my god which was ridiculous i don't understand why everyone thinks chris paul is gone right away right there's still an off season to work with <laughs> um 
And yeah. he just made the finals. We did. In the first season. So I, I don't know if you have thoughts. That puts your... Well, I think it's more external than it is internal between teams. Um, the NBA Finals, it was called atrociously. I could not stand some of the play calling that was happening between the referees. My hot take, we need to stop having these referees that are dinosaurs. <laughs> Bless you, or excuse you. I, I'm um, choking on my water. Oh, man, at least you weren't. No, shut up. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think they need to get rid of these people that are dinosaurs and actually bring people in with some of experience. I'm not looking for, like, fresh out of referee school. Um, I just, it was so inconsistent. I've always said this, and I will say this again on the podcast. You can have a ref or an umpire that is consistently good or consistently bad. You can't have an official that is inconsistent because that just messes the entire game up. Like, well, I mean, we'll take a look at when Devin Booker in game four um, had four fouls. Had nine fouls. Had nine fouls then because a block wasn't a foul then, but then it was a block down on the other end. Like it, the same exact thing that was happening on both ends of the court was being called differently. And I, I just, I, I listen, granted, both teams played amazing. The Bucks won. Good for them. The Suns made it to the finals. I'm happy for them. I was happy for you. But it just wasn't a game that should have been called the way that it was. So I don't like complaining about the refs. I will say two things. One, I think I said this before. When, when you announce Scott Foster as an official, and he goes trending on Twitter because right. of the relationship he has with Chris Paul, who's playing in the finals, he probably shouldn't be refing in the NBA. That just shouldn't happen. Two, and I I love Giannis. I I do. I like Giannis. But because he drives to the lane 90% of the time, they call more fouls. Right. DeAndre in game five and six was so afraid to get a foul called on him that it changed his defense. Mm-hmm. Because in game one or game two, he had like a lot of foul trouble and missed a lot of the game. I think that messed him up psychologically because... The DeAndre Ayton we saw at the last three games of the finals was not the DeAndre Ayton that played the first three rounds of the playoffs. He was different. He was very passive. He wasn't very aggressive. And I think it's because he was afraid to be in foul trouble. Right. And again, that, that goes along with inconsistency. Like, should I, am I saying that like if the referees were better, the game would have been called differently? No, I, I honestly don't think so because... Bucks could not miss at the last of the second half of every game that they kept winning. They never missed. <laughs> you can't beat a team that doesn't miss. <laughs> the Bucks were the better team. Right. I just I was more frustrated at seeing how the game played because I think it could have been much more interesting with how the game played for that result. I am more frustrated with the way the NBA calls games, which is a good segue to the Olympics. I think I think the NBA needs to adopt FIBA basketball rules. It's more universal. I mean, it's, it really, really is. Is the United States bad at basketball? People uh, are asking. I mean, based on what we saw the other week. The USA kind of sucks. Oh, man. Like, they're not good. Well, here's the th- I mean, here's, here's me. The Olympics. You bring the best of the best 
to the Olympics. The basketball, we always say we have the best bat, we have the best basketball in the entire world. Yep. So where's Kyrie? Where's LeBron? Where's, well, Giannis actually can't play because he's, <laughs> um, Greece. Yeah, Greece. Uh, you know, where are all these other star players that, you know, like I, I think I was sharing a, a moment with Jenna's dad for a little bit. I said, the last time, we actually looked like a team was when Kobe played his last Olympics. That was the last time that we actually looked like a team. Or, or am I wrong? No, that's true. But right. I think that's because this roster is just constructed horribly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like the 2008 roster with like Kobe, LeBron in their prime, they built it like a basketball team. Mm-hmm. This roster, they just threw star players together. were like, go play basketball. You can't do that. Like these, like Argentina, Spain, Australia, the te- France teams we're losing to. These guys have been playing as a national team for years, right? So they know how to play together. Just because these are star NBA players for USA Basketball play against each other, that's not team. You have to play team basketball, and and the rules are different. And I think the rules are better. Like yeah, I, I, I there's more contact. There's you know, I, I, I really, I think the NBA needs looking to change. But as for the Olympics basketball, we might not medal. We, we no. might not medal. But hey, you, you find out when we don't medal. <laughs> That's when we actually go on a freaking rampage for the next six Olympics. Because <laughs> <laughs> people are asking, is it time to fire Coach Popovich? Oh, Coach Pop, Coach no. Pop on the hot seat, maybe. Coach K, Coach K is not in any capacity anymore with you. Uh, he re- he uh, oh, retired, retired from USA Basketball. This is his last season at Duke. Yeah. So yep. I mean, I mean, it's it's a. I hate to say it, it's a weird as it sounds. It's a rebuilding year for USA Olympics because yes. new coach, a bunch of new players involved too. Like you're seeing the the, the dynamic really screwed up lately. I mean, Drew Holiday literally got on a plane. Got, was in Tokyo for like 36 hours and led the team in scoring. Yeah. That's that crazy. Really, mm, that's, yeah. that's Also, uh, shout out Devin Booker who had to fly to the Olympics with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Oh. That had to be awkward. <laughs> like, that had to suck. That was um, bad. The Olympics have been fun. There are some storylines to talk about. Uh, did you happen to see the clip of, who is this? Argentina and Slovenia? Uh, what sport? Um, the basketball. My bad. Oh nope, I, I did uh, not. The announcer said the player was from the New York Dicks, <laughs> which <laughs> was funny. <laughs> um, the big storyline of the Olympics, Mike. You may have seen this ESPN tweet. Name something that isn't an Olympic sport but feels like an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Um, someone retweeted it and said, "Trying to watch the Olympics." What? How? How the hell? It's impossible to watch the Olympics. I don't know what channel it's on. I'm also, I'm also very disappointed, too, because ESPN also used um, yes. text that was very inaccessible for screen readers. So uh, do better, ESPN. <laughs> well, ESPN, what do you expect? Uh, that's what I mean. Um, I Times have screwed up. Like, times are horrible when it comes to actually the schedule of the Olympics. So they're because, 15 hours ahead. Right. They'll compete. We'll watch it later. But then... The schedule's all messed up because then it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, 
women's gymnastics going to compete at what is 2 a.m. to us, but then 7 p.m. for Sunday night. And like, I remember we came in after uh, like a little fire pit and the gymnastics team wasn't on. It was swimming. And Jenna's like, well, this isn't gymnastics. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all on that. I mean, yeah, it's all on the streaming channels. It's YouTube. The Peacock. The Peacock, the NBC. Like, it's all NBC related. But you just don't know when to watch things. No. And it's kind of annoying. It's awful. I should not have to have a streaming service to watch the Olympics. It's the Olympics. They happen once every four years. They should be... Uh, like NBC, I understand. Like they, they're like a news station that people watch NBC for news. Sometimes, if they pay this much money for the Olympics, when it, that two week period of the Olympics should be on NBC ninety percent of the time. I don't care if it's reruns. I, watch it live. Like uh, at three a.m. If someone wants to watch the Olympics, like who's gonna turn into NBC to watch the news at three a.m.? Show the Olympics. Show, show it. It like, could be one, one, two, three people staying up late at night and want to just find something to sleep at. <laughs> did you know the USA Network is showing the Olympics 24-7? Isn't that Paramount then? I, the I don't know. The USA not Paramount. No, I'm just, that was just a but, like, thing, How but... is this not advertised? Because like, NBC is it's the, the power companies. That's what it is, Matt, unfortunately. They also are like very strict unlimited on what clips can be shared on like social media from the Olympics, which is the stupidest thing of all time. Like they are going after people for sharing clips on Twitter. Yeah, it's so it, it makes it makes no sense. But the Olympics have been fun. Yes. Let's talk about some storylines. Did you see what happened today in skateboarding? Uh it was an American that won gold. Oh, I'm not talking about who won gold. The women's uh, skateboarding. Oh no! I mean, I saw Tony Hawk ripping the pipe, and that was that was kind of cool seeing him. So I'm trying to pull up headlines to find her name. Um, a 13 year old won silver medal. Oh, that's in awesome! Skateboarding. That's cool. I am 25. I don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> so shout out to her. Did you see what happened in the men's triathlon start? No. So that, I haven't been able to watch because I don't know what the hell is going to happen. On exactly, <laughs> I've done some research. So Good. men's triathlon, they are going to start the fifteen hundred meter swim. They sounded the alarm. Half the people were able to jump in the water. The other half was not, because there was a Cameron boat right in front of them, preventing oh, them no. to hop in the water. <laughs> so then they had to get people on jet skis. To go after the people that jumped in water, who swam 200 meters, and they declared it a false start, and they had to start again. Oh, no! How does this happen? You you could, Mike, the boat was right in front, (laughs) and they shot the gun to go. And people are standing on the, I think they called it a pontoon. They're like, what's going, we can't jump in the water, what's going on? As the other half is already 200 meters in the the bay. There was a stadium that that was uh, a successful implode, like to tear down the stadium, and then the stadium was about to go off, and then the bus actually gets in front of the cameraman, the cameraman yes. just cursing out the bus. That's just kind of what it is. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, did have did you see the viral clip of I believe the gentleman from France serving in beach volleyball? Yeah, like how he serves. 
He's ser- like so a, if you haven't like seen it, he throws it up in the air <laughs> and he hits it with the back of his hand, and it just flies all the way up. It's ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. I I don't understand Crazy. how he does that. And how do you even practice to learn how to do that? That was amazing, though. That that was pretty cool. Um, Adam Peaty. People might be asking, who's Adam Peaty? <laughs> Mike, who's Adam Peaty? Um, he is a um fencer. Uh, close. close. Shout out to the USA, won our first ever gold medal in fencing. Okay. Adam Peaty is a swimmer from Great Britain. Okay. He is the best of being the best at what he does. So he won gold medal in the 100 meter breaststroke. Out of the top all time, top 15 fastest times in the 100 meter breaststroke. He owns all 15 fastest times. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. That's insane. Why hasn't this been talked about more? That is <laughs> literally, he won the gold. I watched him win the gold medal and they threw it up on the screen for like five seconds and took it off. I was like, that's the most impressive thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Could you imagine being that good at something? It's, I mean, especially an Olympic, uh, an Olympic scale of things too. Like, it's insane. That's wow. Holy crap. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I I literally I could not believe that. I literally could not believe that. And actually, I think I'm wrong. Yeah, I am wrong. He has the top Dog. 20. Oh my. Yep. How is this his, man going to be stopped? His fastest was 56.88 and his 20 fastest with 58.21 seconds. That's crazy. I can't swim that fast. Katie Ledecky also just a uh, tough time for people who say that swimmers don't use their legs. Very tough time. Clearly people have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He'll get it. Um, Katie Ledecky is insane. Katie Ledecky set an Olympic record in like the 1500 meter freestyle, I believe it was, or something like that. She set the Olympic record and beat the person by 15 seconds. Yeah, I saw that. I saw a highlight of that. I was like, holy... I'm like, how do you get fat... How, how do you get that much distance between... So, that's not the crazy part. So, she set the Olympic record. Yeah. Do you know how much faster the world record is? Maybe a few seconds? 15 only? seconds. 15 seconds. I want to see video of that, because that's fake. Yeah, that is very that, fake news. It has to be fake. That's if very fake. If you set the Olympic record... And that's 15 seconds behind the world record. I don't believe it. I just, I don't believe it. Um, shout out to the Philippines when they were ever first ever gold medal in any Olympics. Um, Japan, I believe it's Japan. They had a brother and sister win gold medals within an hour of each other in judo. That's cool. That is pretty cool. It's a nice story. Um, and then shout out Piers Morgan, who... Uh, said in a tweet, real sporting champions don't celebrate coming in third. And no wonder why he's canceled. Yeah, I, that's that pretty much does sum it up yeah. right there. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's like... Come on, man. Like, there's it's a not, difference between, like, a participation trophy and coming third place in the Olympics. It's not even, like... It, getting the medal count as to how many things a particular, like, 
like how many medals a particular country has is so outdated now because we're seeing all these stories. What I really love is like Paralympics. Like I love those stories and how cool those are. Um, but just the, the the plain stories about there's this uh, you you bet. Oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name. There's Uzbekistan this, gymnastic. Uz, the Uzbekistan gym, gymnast is 34 years old. Uh, no, I think she's like 40 or 50. 40. Yeah. And they say that Simone Biles is old for her age at 24. Yeah, it's, it's her crazy. Eighth Olympics. The, the Uzbekistan yeah. gymnast. It is insane it's how insane. much better Simone Biles is than everybody else. She's, like the amount of height she gets on the the vault is ridiculous. Did you know that there's literally a uh, and and Jenna may have to fact check me on this, but like I think by the time this Olympics is over, that they'll actually have a a name like a name of a a, a what is it called a flip a flip wow pardon my like uh, a move a move they're gonna name one after her. Well, yeah, because she does. Because she's the practice. only one that could do it. She does <laughs> like, stuff <that's>... in practice <laughs> that's never been done before. Right. So yeah, she's out of her league her own. But like stuff like that, like stories that bring home everything. Like that's that is yep. the cool part. Like yes. And then there's stories like the Ugandan weightlifter, yeah, who leaves because who they want came to Japan, went missing because he wanted to start a new life in Japan. Then he came back. And then they found him and sent him back to Uganda. And then there's Poland, who had to send six swimmers home because they sent too many. <laughs> and Mike, what do you do when a Polish guy throws a grenade at you? What? You pull the pin and throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. <laughs> it is time for Would You Rather... <laughs> oh man bet you didn't see that one coming folks no, I, didn't. I really didn't <laughs> oh man i have some really good would you rather's for today oh i am looking forward to ourselves. it <laughs> would you rather have to use chopsticks every day for the rest of your life or use a fork every day for the rest of your life fork F- fork yeah. Yeah. I'm not I can't use chopsticks. I tried. I tried. To. Yeah. Uh I people have taught me how to do it and I instantly forget. I I know how to do it. It's just it's so much easier with a fork. <laughs> yeah. It's... I mean, yeah, you can't eat soup, but you can just use the bowl and drink it. Um this one's pretty cool. Would you rather be able to control animals or see into the future? Uh, mm, see into the future. See, I think I'd rather control animals. Why? I don't Dr. think seeing into the future is necessarily a good thing. And I think controlling animals would be kind of cool. <laughs> like so you just, just a basis of cool. Yeah, yeah it would be kind of cool. Like you see, I don't know, you could do funny stuff with it. So you're not you're not going to be totally aware. Like you can make a chicken s- run after your friend. Like that'd be fun. <laughs> Or like a yeah, goose. A goose. <laughs> Would you rather be able to shrink down to the size of an ant or grow to the size of a skyscraper? Size of a skyscraper. Ooh, I hard disagree. Size of an ant. I want to hear your... You. I, I, yo, you go first. 
be able to commute better <laughs> for the couple steps instead of a couple miles. Because man, if I grew up, if I grew to the size of a skyscraper like Empire State Building, like I mean, I could get the work. I could get the work in one foot. <laughs> Counterpoint: You're gonna step on everything. Yeah, but it just you're gonna find spots. Like you know, like you always find spots when you're playing floors lava. You always gotta find the couch. Where are you gonna step on campus that you're not gonna break anything? The front. What there's literally the that. There's literally that pond that's in the front. It's a water basin in case, like. You know, do we have a, gonna we have hit a the flood? Arch. I'm not going to hit the arch. There's no... I got legs. Anything. I got legs. I would rather... Yeah, no shit, you have legs. <laughs> um, I'd rather be the size of an ant, because then you can just, like... Like, everyone always wins. oh, I want to be a fly in the wall. You go on the size <laughs> of an ant, you can just go anywhere. Okay. Like, you want to go to the NBA Finals, you go down to the size of an ant, go in the bathroom. Hey, look, I'm in the bathroom. This one's phenomenal. This one's really good. Would you rather have five half-sized clones of yourself or one full-sized clone? Five half-sized? Yeah. Oh, you would pick five half-sized? I'd pick five half-sized because I feel like I need, I'm, I'm, I'm in five different directions, so I just send my five half-sizes elsewhere. It would be cool to do, like, like when you clean your house, to have five. Um, or run I a video think, shoot. Yes, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yes, would you have any tasks to do? Like, or it's yeah, like taking absolutely. I'd be it. the director. That's all I would be. I'd be the director. <laughs> you, you could have more fun to mess, mess with people though if there was one full size clone. Yeah, That's just having your own twin. Because then you could be like, oh well, yeah, it, like yeah, if it's the half size, it'd be like, well, we knew your half size clone was at the meeting today, and and not the. Exactly. You go to the beach, your full-size clone goes to work. <laughs> I forgot about this one. Would you rather be someone's pet goldfish or a wild lizard? Oh, wild lizard, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, goldfish, you're going to get flushed down the toilet in five seconds. <laughs> wild yeah, lizards. once you stop, once you stop swimming, you're just going <laughs> to... Well, let's be honest. Does, it, does goldfish actually live past three days once sometimes, you take them home? Sometimes. A sophomore year... Um, me and my friends, um, had like 11 goldfish. Eight of them died in the first day. Eight. Mm, so I don't, we, well. I don't have a great track record with fish and wild lizard would just be awesome. Lizard. Would you rather have the ability to read minds of everyone in the world or be able to move objects with your mind? Move objects with your mind, man. Um, yeah, I think so, too. It's like the force. Yeah, yeah you're sitting on the couch, open the fridge, beer comes to <laughs> you, close the fridge. <laughs> I knew nope. it! I knew you had mind powers! <laughs> From Anchorman 3 Minds would be cool, though, too. It'd get weird, though. Yeah, there's some people's minds I wouldn't want to read. Mm-mm. Nope, like, not my, nope, my boss? Absolutely not. <laughs> Just shot at your boss right there. Yeah, says the one who called our, our podcast monkey business instead of funny business. Well, fair point. You're going to back her up on that? I said fair point. Okay. <laughs> I have two more. Would you rather be unable to have kids or only be able to conceive quintriplets? 
Oh, that's tough, Matt. This is a tough one. Because it's not, we're not the ones who are giving the birth. Like, it's. I think. So, okay. So basically, would you rather have be, not be able to have kids or every time you have kids, you have to have five? I'm picking the five. Because you do it one to none. I would adopt. That's know. not Five's an option. A lot. That's not yeah, an option. You can't have kids, so you do adoptions. <laughs> no, no, that no. There's no. Uh, would you rather part? No. <laughs> okay, it's called. Would you rather not? What would, would you rather? And then some. <laughs> would you rather be unable to have kids, or you have to have five? Probably not have kids, and that's a very hard. Would you rather for me? That is. See, like, I, I, at some point, I hope to have a kid. Right. But I feel like if you know you're going to have five, is it going to suck? In the beginning, yeah. Why, why are we talking about, is it suck giving birth to five kids when we're not the ones giving no, birth? No, I'm not, I'm not talking <laughs> about giving birth. I'm talking about, like, raising the kids. Oh. At the, that's going to be hard. All but, five babies at the same time. Mm. Right. But if you know it's coming, you can plan ahead and, like, yeah. prepare a little bit. And get but some how, help. But how much can you prepare? Nine months. No, but like, what can you prepare in that nine months? Well, you can at least, it, again, it's going to be hectic, but you can try to prepare a little bit. I don't, I've never prepared for a kid. How am I supposed to? Know? But you can do it. Yeah. I'm sure there's books out there. People have had quintuplets before. <laughs> there's probably a group on Facebook of moms and dads who have quintuplets. God sure they do and the final one would you rather clean rest stop toilets or work in a slaughterhouse for a living uh i wouldn't mind the slaughterhouse um i think i would actually go with the toilets really yeah i don't think um i don't think i could kill an animal like on purpose well you know good luck getting your bacon then (laughs) i'll eat it i'll eat it yeah but i don't know i'm trying trying to find the quintriplets facebook group (laughs) oh there's gotta be one yeah there has to be one i'm trying to find it but i uh... I also like if you're cleaning the toilets i can invent really long tools so like i don't have to come close to it Oh, yeah, because this is the would you rather, not the would you rather find a loophole. <laughs> no, that's not a loophole. That's just if I'm, if I'm cleaning toilets for a living, I'm going to make it easy on myself. Yeah, I'm seeing this really weird um, anime of the quintessential quintriplets. So mm. Maybe there's not. Maybe, maybe it's mum's the word. Maybe check Reddit. Later. <laughs> yes, but 100% there's something on Reddit. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> that is Would You Rather. Wow. Well, if you can, not Would You Rather, if you can, make sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts as that helps us get to other podcast listeners. Uh, like, share, and subscribe to any way possible that you can with any social media or podcast listening platform. You can find all of our socials at solo.to slash business. Mr. Matt. What is your advice to leave off the show today? I think this is fitting for today's episode. Don't be silly. 
Wrap your willy. Wrap your willy. That's about it. Had nothing, nothing else to explain. <laughs> and until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.